Welcome to uh, another episode of Knights and Shining Armor, uh, uh, a, a, a creation of Knights at the Nerd Table. You know, that's we got a lot of branding, a lot of names going on. Uh, this is a D&D story about the villains. There's a lot of heroes in the world, in the world worthy. I can't talk. Episode two, already failing. Uh, a lot of great stories of heroes in the world, and they should be told and remembered. But this is a story about the villains. I've got three villains here in this uh, another session here. Um, I would love for it if you guys could introduce yourselves, and then this is a, a spontaneous, so no prep. Um, name something bad that your character did like mean like evil like a bad guy would do go ahead let's start with mason yeah once again the handsomest um yep. two weeks in a row sup <laughs> two weeks don't watch the vod um sup uh my name is mason uh once again the handsomest glad to be here um i love all these guys that i'm playing with um, just want to get the good kindness out of the way. Because uh, I will say, I play the character Theresius, a uh, blood hunter. And uh, he has been known for hunting a lot of blood across the uh, the realm. Uh, one of the, the bad things that he has done, quote-unquote, um, is... Porter, double-check. I just want to double-check. Are there, like, cruise liner-type, like, fairy, like, from island to island type thing? Sure. Yeah. He was in, I like that, writing that down right now. He was informed that there was an en masse um, time of death coming, which um, will make more sense as you get to know the character more. Um, and ended up um, just cutting a whole fairy in half and drowned about 45 people in one go. That was one of his um, greater moments because he was greatly rewarded for, for the numbers that he put in. Um, and so he, he had a good time doing that. Um, once again, doesn't really understand or care about human emotions. Um, but, um, yeah, that's, that's one of the things that Theresius has done that is bad. And once again, I love all these people. So villainous. Uh, the cruise liners that you speak of is actually funny. You mentioned that because, um, a lot of them are, they travel on one of the 14 seas in this world. Dude, <laughs> we're doing so much world building. Or Porter, Porter, you don't have to do anything, actually. You just no, let us I, go, and we'll do it. The low-key uh, inspiration. If you're a Patreon subscriber, you can contribute lots of things. Uh, and like I have said, if you contribute a hero that we use, any of your hero's backstory will be into the lore of Canonical. the world we're building. I was like, this is canon. really cool. Or just the best use of lazy DM energy I've ever. <laughs> so it's not lazy; it's efficient. 14 C's, Ooh. cruise liners. Uh, maybe you'll take some. I've got. We have three C's, and the world has 14 C's. The <laughs> <laughs> uh, what a great, great that that earns you the second slot. Sorry, Jared. Go ahead. Uh, introduce your character and uh, something bad he did. Saw. So, your name, it's your boy Jared, your grandma's favorite. Uh, just excited to be here. Uh, I am the voice actor and player of Ivar the Relentless. Uh, he is a eight foot tall Leonin, uh, Oathbreaker warlock, and I am excited to be here. Um, I something bad that uh, Ivar has done. Ivar has stolen candy from a baby. Oh my gosh! Now let me let me break that down. 
Ivar, whilst traveling, he doesn't really frequent restaurants or inns, so he usually just attacks um, fair, not ferries, but um, carriages, shipments of food. Are you and the word caravan? Caravan, thank you. You're welcome. That's the word of the day, caravan. Uh, that's the healing word of the day. And um, so... Usually attacks caravans, and he um, attacked this caravan, and it was a caravan full of candy, and um, it was a caravan full of candy, and it was scheduled to go to an orphanage, so he stole candy from a lot of babies, and uh, yeah. Nice, nice, nice. Um, third person in this party, my homie Andrew. Andrew, introduce yourself, your character, and something bad he did one time. Sup, I'm Jared, and Mason's older brother. Um, what? <laughs> the Andrew's world building in the real world. <laughs> I guess I've been adopted by Andrew as a older brother. Um, all right, I'm the younger brother. Porter's roommate from college. Uh, that's I... facts. You put it in with the fa- with the not fact, and that is a fact. it. Just seems it just seems like a like a definite like yeah. Just yeah, he. Facebook me from college and I had nothing else going on. So I just haven't talked to you in a while now. The best, the best lies are woven with truth. Yes. Oh, <laughs> which when you say that, that is my character in a nutshell. Goffrey. That's so true. Um, wow. Way to just hop on someone else's intro. For yeah. Real name, uh, as Trill Rolder, but all my friends call me Goffrey. And, uh, basically, I am a dread pirate. Uh, I do a lot of bad stuff. Um, one of my favorite bad things I ever did was I convinced a uh, elephant buddy named Golomov to uh, basically nuke an entire underwater city. But he got for a couple. Of but he got just a gold, <laughs> so it was worth it. Um, Not even platy. Yeah. So yeah, I just like to have a good time. I love most things. Uh, awesome. So, uh, let's just do a little bit of recap from last episode. You guys kind of all came to, uh, in prison, um, and it was uh, a good time. Good times were not had by all. Let's just put it that way. It seemed like at first... We showed up... We we lived a worse... Like a, like a terrible nightmare. Yeah, like, terrible nightmare. we showed up to school with no... With just in our underwear. Yeah, but then you chose to <laughs> pee in a bucket, and then it turns out there was a bathroom there. You just couldn't see it because the lights weren't on yet. Uh, that was on you. Um, that was your you can't blame me. I was world building. <laughs> <laughs> you're right. You're right. You're right. Um, so, um, you awoke in this prison, um, and uh, started to notice it wasn't so bad. Actually, a couple of comforts um, along the way. A fully made to order anything cafeteria. You met um, uh, Chef Dixie, mm-hmm. um, uh, elderly spicy woman. Um, got verbally harassed. Got verbally harassed by her. Uh, some of you enjoyed it, so that's on your character's world. Building. I verbally harassed. Um, yep. Uh, you also <laughs> met the big guy, Gruglug, a uh, very large-looking orc who actually turned out to be a really nice guy until provoked um, due to some incidents and choices you made leading up to that. He got real upset, was about to throw hands when suddenly that seemed like the uh, the 
the block boss uh, entered, and it was actually none other than Andrews uh, or Captain Goffrey's former forced second compatriot, uh, number two, as he called him. Actual name unknown, because his name, he just started calling him two, and he said, I'm going to call you two. And um, this guy, now fully chosen of thug and prison life, ascended or descended the stairs, completely decked out in tattoos, and gave Captain Goffrey a little wink on his way down to get food. Uh, And we will drop ourselves right in there. He is at the line getting food from Chef Dixie. Um, And he doesn't say a word. She just reaches in, scooped out uh, some fantastic-looking poached eggs. Um, And just uh three pieces of slightly crispy bacon and a steaming cup of coffee um so he takes his tray and turns and then someone else takes it from him and begins walking it to that center table that has now um been reset uh Grugla has calmed down um it has been clean uh, a placemat has been set out uh, napkins and silverware are there um all of those things are prepared, and he is on his way back to your table. When, um, when Ivar smashed the tray onto Ruglug's head, did it splinter in any way? You, were, you read my mind. It did not. It stayed in. Dang it. <laughs> Dang it. All right, fine. I was like, improvised dagger. <laughs> I was like, shank, shank, shank. Mother rollers. <laughs> oh, man. Um, and we're standing at this table that's been reset. Uh, yeah, you're kind of standing around. Um, one might even say currently directly in the path of this individual. I'm going to take a step to the side as he's approaching. Yep. Andrew's the only one who recognized him. You two didn't know who he was. Ivar's still holding the tray. He's waiting for the guy to swing. So he's not moving. He's just like holding the tray ready to go, go to war. Uh, Krugrug just turns and goes and finds another table and reluctantly sits down. <sighs> and his little bird flutters and lands on his shoulder. Uh, the two other orcs, Frank and whatever the heck I named the other one. Dorglug. Uh, yeah, him. Uh, go and sit next to him as well. Uh, I'm going to wait at this table for this guy to come sit down. All right. He sits down. And begins eating. Same plan as before. Is there... Do I notice any silverware from the ground? Uh, yeah, from... uh, a bunch of silverware. I mean, he was eating a steak, so he was cutting it with a steak knife and a fork. Um, it's been cleared from the table, um, but it, there are still some things on the ground. Dang it. Can I look for a fork or a knife? Absolutely. Do I still have exhaustion? You do. Dang it. Um, you hate to see like a natural 20 on one of them. Mm, but what you know, other one is the question? 18. Oh, that's not bad. Yeah, you look not down. Not bad. It was a 19 and a 20. You, like, you can't. Down you see uh, uh, a nice looking fork. That's a great looking fork right there at your feet. I will um, reach down and scoop up some of the food mm-hmm. that's on the floor. And then I will also grab the fork. Do I do I notice Ivar doing this? Do I notice him picking up uh, stuff? 
Yeah, I would say even without a perception check, your passive uh, is really good. Also, he's a giant cat bending yeah. over. So, and everyone has yeah. cleared out this area. Like it's just yeah. us mm -hmm. and the guy sitting at the table, right? Correct. Cool. Um, uh, and for a moment, the person who brought his tray with them. Yeah. Uh, seeing Ivar do this, I want to be like, "Oh, Ivar, you you grabbed my fork. <laughs> I, I I knew I lost something." I knew I dropped. Some. Can I? Can I have my fork, buddy? You roll something really quick. <laughs> <laughs> I just. We don't want to disturb the the new guest. I just. I haven't eaten yet, and I, I dropped it in the, the commotion of Gruglug, and it. I, just, I. I saw you pick it up. I just would love if you. Ivar didn't pick up any fork. <sighs> Anywho, right. gentlemen. Ivar hungry. And Ivar sits down um, and almost is hidden the, like, I want to see if I can sleight of hand the into my main. Uh, go ahead. As you sit down, I'll say um, the table kind of bumps and this individual definitely like pops up in the air for like half a second and then just kind of lands. <laughs> and then uh, roll a sleight of hand for that. Wow. Keep in mind you're exhausted. Oh, I know. That's two natural ones, baby. <laughs> Ooh. Oh, um, if if my audio-only friends could bear with me a moment, imagine taking a fork and sticking it straight out and then maybe just, like, putting it in your beard if you had one so it just kind of stays there and hangs with this the handle straight out, just so obviously right there. Okay, but... uh. I will say that Ivar does not um, realize this. Actually, with two natural ones, he does not even realize that he's done that. As far as he knows, he has just perfectly hidden that fork. And everyone at the table, including this individual, can see it. In this moment, do I am assuming I see it too. Oh, yeah. Can I grab it? <laughs> can I just say... Oh, you must not have heard me, silly friend, and, and reach over and grab the fork. Uh, go ahead. Uh, what would be Ivar's response to this? Ivar's not silly. Would he stop, uh, attempt to stop the fork taking? Uh, look into Ivar's brain. Ivar only knows pain and violence. And somebody is entering his space. So that is not welcome. So Ivar is trying to decide whether to let this guy he's never met before take this fork from him or to put it in this guy's neck. As I'm reaching for the fork, can I say our 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 table mate is uh, he's a gentleman, Ivar. So please just give me my fork back. And let me eat my mashed potatoes and fruit. And if you want, you can have my chocolate milk. I'll trade you it for my fork. Please. Please make him roll persuasion. <laughs> right, I'm going to, just so everyone who's listening knows, uh, Ivar, as well as Jared's eyebrows, just went up. <laughs> yeah. There is a visual reaction to milk. <laughs> chocolate milk. He said, sorry, come again. <laughs> um, I so badly want to give this to you. I as Jared, 
but please make him roll a perception or a persuasion check. I will definitely make him roll a, a persuasion check. Um, yeah, and let's let's roll persuasion. Persuasion. All right. Uh fourteen. Um. Yeah, I'll say that passes. I mean, yeah. <laughs> that definitely passes. So he persuades uh, you effectively. Yeah, Ivar goes, Ivar was just combing beard with fork and then drops the fork in front of you. And I'm just kidding. I, I know, buddy. I just, I'm starving here. And I just gonna, I'm just going to slide him my, my chocolate milk. He'd be like, it's a, it's a deal. And I'll set it in front of him. Love it, love it. So you, friend, I'm going to turn from this happening. I'm going to turn back to the table. Uh, you seem to hold quite a bit of command around here. Uh, I'm going to sit down at the table next to Ivar. Uh, he shakes his head, yes, as he eats. My name is Theresius. I do not want to interrupt your meal. I just want to let you know, I very much so appreciate the command that you hold over the crowd. I was wondering how you became to hold that much power. Um, and finish, mm -hmm. when you finish chewing, feel free to talk. Or if not, we'll just sit here and enjoy your presence. He finishes that bite. And swallows, and then kind of looks around, and uh, note, uh, kind of checking to see if any of the guards are looking. And all he does is kind of give you like a little eyebrow raise, like "Yeah, oh yeah," and that's his response. Understood. I'm gonna sit down at the table. Um, my name is Theresius. I've said already. Very good to meet you. Um. These here are my uh, friends Ivar and Goffrey. Um, we are new to the prison. We just learned that our clothes were under our beds. That's how new we are. Um, and so uh, it is very good to meet you. And um, I'm glad you enjoyed that. I was wondering what we need to know about this place. Because you seem to know a lot about it. Hold a lot of power. And we've not been here for long, so if you know things like when we're going to get food, um, how to maybe join one of these clubs that we've heard a few people talk about, perhaps maybe find a way into like the kitchen, maybe to the serving staff. Do you know? Would you happen to know how to do that? He kind of looks at you and thinks for a while, shakes his head yes. And then kind of looks around the room. Um, he kind of spots someone off in the the um, corner and points over to um, the corner where you see an old sort of looking human individual just kind of sitting like very slowly eating food and just kind of points to that to that guy. Thank you very much for your time. I want to lean forward and and just ask, what'd you do with all the gold? He looks at you and he says, he takes his hand, puts it up to his lips, runs it across like a zipper, and then throws away an imaginary key. And I just, I'm just going to nod at him and sit back and be like, I knew I liked him. I'm going to continue to eat my fruit and eat, like get food into my body, which yep, yep, helps yep. with situations. 
Yeah. Scarfing my mashed potatoes. Oh, Dixie knows. Yeah. Okay. She remembers. Yep. Uh, that entire time. <laughs> the entire time, Ivar is just chugging that chocolate <laughs> milk. He does, like it's gone in a setting. <laughs> like just. Oh man. My food's fully gone. I mm-hmm. I gave it to the guy and then the table flipped. So, um, I am gonna stand up and okay. walk on over to the older looking human guy. All right. Anyone else? Uh, uh, I'll 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 turn in to the table. Um, actually, you know, I'm gonna wait for for them to finish eating. I know I have nothing to eat, but I'm not too worried about it. Um, for reasons. Um, as soon as you both are done eating, um. I'll say, not sure if, if either of you would like to join me, um, but I'm going to go see what our new friend is saying that we need to do um, with this guy because he doesn't seem to be able to uh, communicate with us, which is totally fine. Uh, let us know if you need any help with that. We are, um, well, I am quite a problem solver, and these two seem to be able to hold their ground. Um, I look up and I say, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take a minute or two and hang out with with our new friend here. Chamamoy. Uh, and I will stand up, turn around. Iva? He looks edible. And I get up. And I lo- as I wipe the chocolate milk from my... Like, around my mouth. And then I'll just it's down my mane <laughs> as well. Uh, Ivar's going to look back and go, Little Govry. Who is Ivan? <laughs> and just pouring food. He said, "Little Goffrey, who's Ivan?" Yeah. Are you talking to me or little the little guy? No, he's talking you. to you. Oh. I don't know My who this apologies. guy is. I thought you were just calling him <laughs> Little Goffrey. <laughs> Sorry. Um, I was gonna look at you and be like, "Well, that is your name, isn't it, friend?" Ivar, and I'm gonna scratch it, my name, into the table. And as he and it's it's very much so like a like a two year old or like a four year old learning to write their name for the first time <laughs> and writing with his claw. Uh, Porter, can I can I stealthily? Uh, I want to turn to Ivar and be like Ivar, I okay. Ivar, that's the name, and I want to reach out to shake his hand and be like, I'm so sorry I've called you, Ivan. For so long, but as I shake his hand, I want to hand him the fork. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, roll sleight of hand. What was it? Do I have to? Am I doing that too? Uh, no, I think if he if he can just kind of get the hand off right, I think you'll be okay unless something tragic happens. It's do I have? Is this a disadvantage, or have I eaten and no longer exhausted? I will say you guys feel a lot better. You don't have to do that with disadvantage. So it's a dirty 20. All right. I like it. I like it. Um, Can I like slide it into his fur? I'm, I'm picturing Chewbacca, if yeah, I'm being yeah, honest. Yeah. Can I just slide yeah. it into his? Okay. Those wraps. You can slide it into the okay, wrap. Perfect. So I just want to, yeah, I'm just going to reach out and just be like, <laughs> like, I'm so sorry I called you. I have all these. 
minutes we've known each other and uh <laughs> i apologize and yeah they reach out to shake his hand which hopefully he grabs my hand to shake it i just want that fork to slide into the wrap of his yeah i love it i love it it slides yeah. right in so no issues there perfect ivar feeling that happen ivar looks at you and just nods love it and then I just wanna, I just wanna make a motion to like where your mustache would be, and just kind of like brush it. You probably don't realize that I'm telling you have chocolate milk all over your mustache, but I just wanna make that motion to you. And then I'm gonna, tr- thank you. I'm gonna turn and face my buddy. Sweet, sweet, sweet. Uh, so we'll uh, kind of split it here. So we'll say, as this happened, Mason, you make your way over to this individual at the table. He kind of sits there and sees you and just says, ah, hey, Shani, what's going on? What can I do you for? What do you need? Hello there. Our friend at the center table that everyone seems to fear has sent me over to you. Um, We are needing um, just some information general about this place. We're brand new here. Once again, the story I told our friend over there. So new, we didn't even realize our clothes were under our bed. So we were hoping that you could tell us maybe something about the rotation, uh, how everything works around here. Maybe perhaps th- I've heard that there's a few clubs to join. Um, we we're hoping to maybe work in the kitchen staff on the serving crew. One oh. of the one of the things we are hoping to do. Yes, lots lots of great stuff there. Lots of great ideas. You got to go in there. What do you what do you got? Well, the first things first, it seems like, if I'm correct, magic does not work here. Oh, um, I mean, the, to state the obvious, yes, I seem to have misspoken. What do you have for me? Gotcha. To well, give you the things you need. First of all, I totally understand and appreciate. Could I ask your name, friend? Oh, they call me Snippy. Snippy. Good to meet you, Snippy. I have here my big friend. Um, his name is Ivar. Uh, Big fella. Ivar, do you happen to have anything for uh, our friend Snippy here to to give us information for? Ivar looks at him and pulls out from one of the braids a human jaw (laughs) and puts it on the table in front of him. How the hell do you get that in here? All right, that's crazy. I accept. All right, so general information. He takes it and kind of Tucks it away somewhere. Um, general. It's jawbone, my bad. I just said human jaw. <laughs> oh my god! Still blood. Awesome. Uh, yeah. Okay. I see. I see. Yes. We. So, general information, boys. You are on the island of Redora. You have not gone through orientation yet, as I understand. Seems like there. Uh, schedule on that for uh, word on the street is they're putting one together for maybe tomorrow or, or some sort late. So you haven't gotten the things. Yes, your mm, the things that made you special, if you know what I mean, are probably not going to work in here. I'll give you a little bit of a rundown, um, but I wouldn't want to spoil anything for the future. But basically, if you check your arms there, and he holds out his arm. Um, and, uh, you can see uh, on his forearm, there is a, 
small little scar. Um, and you all check yours, and even though it hurt earlier, um, Goffrey, you didn't notice, but on your forearm is a scar of a tiny keyhole. Um, yeah, yeah, basically self-explanatory. The things that allowed you to do the things you've been doing are locked away, locked away with a deep... Powerful magic. Okay, so the uh, the more to try you do, try to do them. You know, um, um, the more you know, uh, it's gonna hurt. I see. So, so I would recommend you know backing off and playing it cool. You know, um, this is on the good side of. You know, if you're gonna get thrown into prison, you better be in Legacies because out here they truly believe everyone. There's a second chance. So, there you can get out of this prison pretty easily. Uh, sort of. I mean, they have their ways, but you can be, they call it rehabilitated. Which, in short, you join the army. You know, you join the army and you you fight the bad guys. Well, except you guys probably, you know, that's why you're here. You were the bad guys, but... Yeah, some of you, some of us are just were in the wrong place at the wrong time, if you know what I'm saying. So, yeah, yeah, yeah there's a long process to do with that. Um, only one person has ever escaped in the history of the entire prison. Uh, so I highly, and, and then that was before they brought in all the extra magic stuff. So uh, the lay of the land you'll find actually to be quite almost annoyingly comfortable. Yes, say uh, they give you lots of food. Uh, if you got a problem with your bed, you know they'll bring you a, a new mattress. If you're like lumpy or soft, you know you can even have pets if you're you know in pretty good standing. So the, the guards are all great. A couple of them have a bad day every now and again, but they're all just wonderful guys. Wonderful guys. Hmm. Yeah. Who is this person that escaped? Oh, they. He was around long, long ago. Uh, he doesn't have a name. Um, but uh, depending on who you believe, some say he made it out uh, through through uh, uh, like a shadow in the night, somehow wielding magic. Others say he he actually just kind of snuck out, sort of in the in the uh, dark below area, which is kind of a tough spot to get to. But um, the dark below. Yeah, that's kind of the prison slang for it. I know a lot of prison slang. I've been here a while, you see. <laughs> yeah, so uh, it's sort of down by where the the laundry duty is, kind of in the same general area. So, but again, that was before the extra magic stuff that they brought in. So I don't know if that's possible now. And. If I could offer you advice, if you don't intend on changing your ways, just keep to yourself and comfortably live out the rest of your days. Can I ask one final question, Skippy? And you've been so extraordinarily helpful, so I, I, I appreciate it greatly. Oh, well, I haven't even given you my pitch yet, but go ahead, yes. Uh, who holds the, the key to the keyholes on our arms? Oh, those are taken by the warden, uh, kept very under lock and key. <laughs> Wink, uh, as it would be, uh, very, very, very 
quickly moved off the island. Shortly after your orientation, um, they're moved off the island. Um, no one really knows where they go after that. No one's told us. Uh, I've tried to get a couple, but uh, they do seem to be quite impossible. So it seems... You said the keys are moved off after orientation. Uh, typically, I don't think it's much of a specific pattern. It's more of like, I don't know, uh, order of operations standard, I guess. More than likely, they haven't left yet, but they won't keep them there forever. If something were to happen to delay orientation or cancel orientation, heaven forbid, you know, I'm sure they would want to get those out of here as quickly as possible, yeah. Well, I greatly appreciate it, Skippy. You said you had some sort of pitch for us. Oh, yes. If you anything you want, you want. Any of the things you need, I got all the things that you need. I can get it. You just got an old person, you know, just give me a, give you a guy you, you want, you want, you know, freshly baked bread. You get that from the kitchen. So stuff like that's not very helpful, but you want a, you know, specific book or, or a trinket or a pet or something like that. Mm -hmm. I can get it for you. I got my ways. Thank you very much. Oh, you're very, you're quite welcome. What, um, what do you trade in, if I may ask? Oh, uh, interesting trinkets. Uh, this this jawbone's interesting. I might try to uh, carve this. Uh, I know a guy who likes to, to do some carvings. It's very therapeutic for him. Yes. So he will take something, especially, he's a, he's a very deep artist. He'll take things that resemble death and create something of new life. He's quite good. I think, actually, he might be headed for rehabilitation quite soon. I think he's he's well on his way. Yes, he's He's done a lot of things to earn that. Skippy, or Snippy, sorry. Who runs orientation? Oh, that'd be the warden, yes. Got it. Well, thank you very much. Was it Snippy or Skippy? It was Snippy with an N. Thank you. I'm, I very much so apologize. Uh, Snippy, I do appreciate um, all the information you've given us. I understand that you believe life to be beautiful. Um... There is actually quite a bit of beauty in death. Um, but thank you for your time. Uh, we will certainly come to you Snippy. if we need something. Snippy. Yeah. Sorry. <clears throat> oh, yeah. Yeah. What? Um, I have a question about my clothes fitting. Oh, yes, yeah, um, standard prison clothes come a bit tight for you bigger fellas. If you want uh, anything special or extra, you just come to old Snippy. Hey, I know how to get things. I can get, well, I can get hats, I, I can get gloves, I can get mittens, <laughs> I can get coats. I can get all the things that you need. I started off on the wrong foot with Ugg Bug. Oh, you mean Grug Bug? Yeah, Gr you did. It was Grug He is really I would like, nice guy, actually. I would like to stay above board. So, if I wanted to talk to the warden, where would I find him? <laughs> I wouldn't be a very good warden if you could just find him. <laughs> he's, he's running the show. You know, he's doing his thing. You'll probably meet him at orientation, and that's probably the only time you'll ever see him. Understood. Thank you so much, Snippy. Um, 
we look forward to seeing you around. Uh, where is what cell is yours so that we know where to to come trade? Oh, I'm at the the top level. I'm in three one four. Three one four. Lovely to know. L- extraordinarily nice to meet you there, Snippy. Um, and you will be sure to see us here soon. Oh, fantastic! Uh, pleasure doing business with you. Look forward to doing it again. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, and I will stand up from that table, and uh, uh, pass priority. Hey friends, I wanted to take a quick minute and talk about our good friends and now a sponsor of ours, a place called The Walls Forge. If you love the art of handcrafted labors of love, you should definitely check them out. They make everything from dice trays featuring an ancient Viking blacksmithing technique to truly the most unique dragon mugs you have ever seen. And those are in limited quantity. Once they're gone, they will not be in stock for quite some time, so get yourself one today these artists put their love of craftsmanship into everything that they do i ordered a custom bulbasaur succulent pot from them uh not too long ago it's been on my desk ever since it's one of my favorite things that i own dewalls forge creates custom projects restores old pieces and makes beautiful works of art head on over to dewallsforge.etsy.com and get yourself a piece of history in the making these guys are our friends i know them personally and they're truly fantastic people so go over to their etsy shop today all right uh anyone would anyone else like to do anything before we end scene basically so breakfast is almost over is i guess what i'll I, say i would specifically like to pass my priority to cool kitten i say I, I didn't go with them by the way i have said gotcha. that's right that's right buddy. you're with you so we'll cut to uh you and two and he's just sitting there eating his little eating his food i just want to as casual as i can be so i'm making a big scene but it's golfery so i want to kind of cross my legs and lean back in my chair put my hand on my my knee and just kind of rock a little bit in the chair and i want to kind of then lean forward and be like two how let me start over too. How how did you get like this? Kinda again looks around to see if anyone is around and he looks at you and he actually just shrugs his shoulders and lifts his hands up and his eyes look very, very scared for just like a moment. <laughs> I feel like if I taught you anything in our I feel like if I taught you anything in our time together too, the your responses are absolutely perfect. Speak only when necessary and overspeak at all times. I like it. Trust only. Oh, he kind of like nods and he actually, he uh, claps twice. Clap, clap. And someone from the back of the room comes scurrying up with sort of like, um, sort of like a, a piece of paper and uh, like a, like a writing utensil fantasy. So I guess it'll be kind of sort of a magical writing utensil. And he kind of just, a quill. Um, a quill, but like a magical quill that wouldn't okay. need ink and also isn't very sharp, pointy edge. No sharp, pointy edge. It's very stubby. Uh, almost as if it was... They bring in a, ma- a fantasy marker. But it is yeah. magical, Porter. You would just have to... We have to establish that this thing is magical. It is of magical capabilities. Okay. Its magical capability is that it can write on paper. Uh, <laughs> <You tired> <laughs> as, the, as the guy approaches, can I... Can I like kind of pipe up and be like, oh, uh, um, you, you said your knife wasn't 
yeah, it was like a dull. Your steak knife was kind of dull. Um, uh, buddy, friend of ours, can you can you bring him a, a second knife and, or another knife, a sharper one, maybe? The uh, the man that ran up with the magical color marker and parchment uh, just kind of nods and like goes back to where the utensils are with it uh, <laughs> and two begins to kind of draw. He draws uh, a circle, uh... arms, legs, two eyes, and a giant mouth. And then over... I'm going to need him roll dexterity to see how good this is. <laughs> <laughs> it's literally uh, terribly drawn. He draws like an X over the mouth and kind of shows it to you and kind of points at his... You... You're sick. He face palms uh, and tries again. Uh, he like really circles his mouth and then just a big X over it. Dude, just just say it. I, <laughs> I, I'm canonically, he's terrible at Pictionary. Yeah, <laughs> uh, the next attempt he tries to draw is uh, a fist that faces you with a single finger in the middle in the air and tries to point it uh, at you. All right. Two, I, if you don't want to speak, you don't have to speak. But hear me when I say this. I, I will only remember your name if it's two. I'm not going to call you one. Whatever this idea is here that you <laughs> want me to call you one, I'm, I'm just going to call you two. But you don't have to talk. Okay? That's, that's how I'm going to remember you. But with your... Obviously, non-magical marker. Can you at least maybe draw for me why people are serving you like the little servant boy who's bringing us the extra knife that you asked for? And I want to wink at him. Uh, he kind of thinks for a minute, and he kind of just starts looking at his new tattoos. Um, and he just kind of gives like the the gesture of, I mean, look at me. Uh, and that's and that's kind of all he does. He also looks confused. A little bit as he does this, he—you uh, can tell from this that he's—he looks like the pit boss. He clearly has no idea why um, he has achieved the power that he has, and also, um, it's pretty obvious. In case you missed it, that he is unable to speak. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> so as he makes the motion, I just want to be like. All right. Two, hear, hear me out. You leave the island. You get away from Pops. So you start to live a little. You get the tattoos. You kind of go rogue. Totally understand. Did the same thing to my dad back in the day. Minus the tattoos. Just a couple more ships stolen. I totally get it. The silent thing makes you kind of give off the... The, the BA vibe, like, I'm here for it. Help me help you by helping me understand what do I have to do to get out of here? He looks you... And don't get me wrong, yeah. I will bring you with me. You're my favorite, remember? He nods, and he looks you square in the eye. And once again, raises his hand, and his eyes are very scared, as if to say, I have no freaking idea, yeah. okay? It sounds yeah. like Porter gave us a cliffhanger at the last 
ended the last episode and it was just to get us into this next episode weird yes just and had no actual all right uh does the buddy show back up with the extra knife uh yes he comes back in with the extra knife and he just kind of holds can i take that can two take that knife from him and then i will happily just reach across and grab both knives from two yep he he kind of looks at you after you take both knives but does kind of give like a gesture of, oh, I think I know what you're doing. Uh, and he keeps the knives and he heads back over towards the stairs and he turns around and looks at you and he takes a step up onto the stairs and both the knives disappear. Oh, savage. Okay. Did two do that <laughs> or this, the servant do that? Uh, two does that. Okay. All right. So he kind of like gets it. He, he kind of points, snaps his fingers and points at, uh, someone just sitting there who looks at him absolutely terrified that he's being pointed at in two gestures for the guy's fork and the guy immediately runs over and hands him his fork and two does the same thing. He takes the fork, takes one step out of the cafeteria onto the steps and the fork disappears. Oh, dang it. Yeah. This game is a tutorial. <laughs> yeah. uh, does two come back? Yep, he just kind of goes and then kind of heads back over to his seat. Okay. Right in front of you. Two. I will follow your lead as you followed mine so daringly when we took that island over, which we then gave possession to your father and made him a very rich man and the king of an island. I will now follow your lead in this. Who do we need to see like what are the next steps he kind of looks down upon you mentioning his father the memory of fond memories of his dad growing up the memory of you demanding he go with you away from his home away from his family on the ship immediately getting thrown into combat where he was beaten and bruised some memory loss ending up in this prison and kind of like glares at you, but also looks very, very like sad and defeated. And he just kind of shrugs like, yeah, I have no idea. Yeah. And then two, I'm going to get you out of here, buddy. I promise you that. Can we walk back over to this table? Yeah. You walk back yeah. over to this table as you approach. He quickly like brushes something out of his eye and then just tries to look so tough. Alvar goes too sad. Snaps his neck. <laughs> <laughs> no <I'm> kidding. <laughs> uh, as the as the guys sit back down, I just want to quickly be like, two is just telling me how um, wonderful a place this is, and if you happen to uh, lose silverware, uh, you you can't take it with you when you go. Anyways, how was your guys' time? Well. Yeah. Snippy over there was just telling us that, well, actually quite a bit. Um, I'm going to try to keep my voice down. Can I look around? Is anyone watching us? Oh, absolutely not. Everyone is minding their own darn business, okay. literally actively avoiding Two's table. Cool. Um, um, but you seem to be familiarized with this Two person. Is he... Um, Trustable Goffrey? 
She was one of my favorite people in the entire world. Okay, uh, we'll take that. So I shouldn't kill him. No, we like ever. We we like to. We have what key holes in our arm that are suppressing our magical capabilities. The prison warden is holding on to these keys. We have orientation tomorrow. The keys are not moved off the island until orientation. If the keys are moved, we will not ever have a chance to leave. I have a feeling. Another thing, there's an area called the Dark Below, um, which is near the laundry area. Um, so if somehow after we get our keys and unlock our abilities, then perhaps we can get to the Dark Below and escape from there somehow. Um, if you need anything at all, Snippy is willing to trade. He's in cell 341. Uh, he's willing to trade things for other things that you can't normally get around here. Um, so that's all the information we collected. Um, I think it's going to be time here soon to move on from breakfast and probably find a way around. Basically, what we're going to need to do is within the next day prep because the warden is the one holding the key and the warden is also the one that does orientation. That will be our one window to be able to take our keys from the warden to be able to unlock ourselves and get out of here. We need to take this day to prep, get whatever we can from Snippy, figure out using two um, things that we can do to be able to collect our things, because I'm sure they're here on the island. But I am going to say the first thing that we need to do is go get our clothes from under our bed. Order, would I... I would have felt the burning, right? Mm -hmm. Because I've, I've like done two magical things. They've yep. worked. I've just like been hurt. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. Wait, what? so spells actually will trigger still? Uh, his bardic inspiration um, did trigger. Okay. Um, it did hurt. Uh, and... hesitation did like a little damage to me too. Yep. Um, and prestidigitation failed. Okay. Yeah. But it did damage to me. So it's like And Okay. Uh I'm not gonna say anything then. I don't I don't I think I would be like Alright, let's move on. Sorry. Good idea because I was literally about to put an algebra blast into two to see if it would work. Can <laughs> <laughs> certainly try as um <laughs> two. Goffrey seems to trust you. I am Implicitly, I'm just going to trust my cellmates because what better friends to have than the people who are going to sleep next to you? We need to work together to find... To Can I ask, have you had your orientation yet? He uh, rolls up his sleeve. Uh, you can see a, a burn mark of a keyhole, and he said he nods. So you've already had... So your key is off the island. Maybe. Or not. That Snippy was saying the same thing. It's more of a wibbly wobbly, timey wimey stuff. Um. Okay, we will see what we can do. If we can get your key from the from the warden as well, we will try to get it. Um. In return, we would love your help 
around here in terms of using your power over the people to be able to figure out who else is in this orientation tomorrow so that we can have the full power of everyone there behind us um finding ways to uh i, I i'm going to need some sort of weapon i'm kind of useless without it besides i'm minorly good at planning things um so ivar pulls out his fork and goes here and slides the fork to you ivar far too kind you hold on to that my friend um if you insist and ivar puts it back into his sleeve that's going to disappear when we walk out of here um anyways two <laughs> goffrey ivar does it sound like a plan? Yes. Two puts his hand in the middle. <laughs> I'm going to stare at his hand for a while and just... Two takes it back immediately and uh, <laughs> he moves on to the next thing. He stands up on the table. Ivar puts the fork back into his sleeve because he's going to put a fork through Ivar through two's hand. He stands up on top of the table and um, just kind of like looks out and the murmuring quiets. Everyone turns and looks at him. And he points to the three of you. He points back one thumb at him. And it's it's an understanding that, hey, these three are with me. And then he uh uh um trips a little, hopping down to the uh bench uh, <laughs> and manages to catch himself onto the floor uh. a little bit and uh stumbles and stands up, brushes himself off. And then just like starts walking towards the stairs as the bell begins to ring eight times. And we will follow behind him, hopefully going back to our cell. Yeah. And uh, I want to suit up. Is this their actual clothes? Um, these are not your actual clothes. These are very comfortable clothes. Gotcha. Um, they're not itchy. Right. They're not gross. They're not dirty. They're all clean. Um, you go back up to um the uh you just make your way up the stairs um as you do uh Jared if you want to give me a perception check that's a uh unnatural one all right as far as you know you still got your fork which is pretty sweet heck <laughs> yeah dude yeah <laughs> so you guys walk up the stairs um and uh at, other things, other inmates begin to do the same. You can see the cafeteria lines start to close up. People start taking care of dishes. Chef Dixie starts ordering people around. Um, one of the things you did notice is there were other people in Chef Dixie's kitchen. So she wasn't the only one in there. Okay. Can I talk to Chef Dixie before I leave the kitchen? Or do yeah, you just want, you just um, want me to move on? Uh, if you want to try to make it like run back down there, go ahead. I was thinking we make a battle plan and try to find a way to work in the kitchen here, like today or tomorrow for like lunch or, or dinner. Yeah, but you, I would... you, you do you. Okay, Riz her up some more. I just want to walk up to Dixie real quick, and I want to ask, uh, ma'am, 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 I'm sorry, I'm sorry to bother. I know you're. I know you're incredibly busy running this place. Um, but I have to know. I have, I have to know two things. First, if I ever get out of this place, what's a guy like me got to do 
to take a beautiful woman like you out. Riz Lord. <laughs> yeah, roll for Riz. No, just uh, <laughs> That's a, Riz stands for charisma. So uh he Yeah. Let's see what kind of role this I want this to be. Go ahead and roll I want you to roll an insight check. Insight? Yeah. Interesting. Okay. Well, I guess perception or insight. I know your perception is pretty stacked, but roll perception mm. or insight. Yeah. None of these are charisma based, so you don't get the plus ten. I don't get the plus ten for these. Okay. Which one do you want me to roll for? I'll just roll that one. Whichever one you choose. Perception is fine. Perception. And well. I have eaten food. Yep. So it's not disadvantage. Flush. We're going to say... I freaking love you. 26. Okay. What? <laughs> so here's what we're going to say. So after you are sleeping in the food... What? You guys can uh, all... You are no longer... Um, uh, and so you can tell as she says this... Um. She says, honey, all you gotta do is ask. Uh, but you can also tell that she's all, all talk. Yeah. Um, all flirtatious talk uh, with that. Same. Um, Same. She's just having her own fun, but she does kind of get serious for a little bit and say, listen, breakfast is over. You should probably get out of here before you get yourself into trouble. Ask her how to work on her crew. I, 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 I totally understand. I just, I had, I did beside myself if I didn't say anything before I left. But I did also want to know that ladle thing that you've I'm sure it was been handed down from generations of wonderful chefs like you. Is that what makes the food? Or does the food just become the food? What's your secret? What is... What is special about the ladle? The ladle is... I don't know. They just gave it to me. I didn't do anything special to it. As far as I know, it just works in the kitchen. It's got that magical ability. Okay. <laughs> uh, I'm going to... Can I pop a uh, a divine sense? I think sure. you went back to the... Our abilities are locked. Yeah, we, oh, went, back to, are locked? we went back to our room. Never mind. We went to the no, room. Okay. You're just going to get I hurt from it. And I, I guess yeah, as, I'm, I was... as I'm leaving, I just want to say, did you have you taken it out of this room, or you just only know it works here? Got that thing on me. I mean, it, there's not really a point to take it out of the room. It's just for food, but I mean, every now and again, I've tried, but the the guards around here are actually pretty perceptive to know what's yeah. going on. I wouldn't risk what I got going here. I got a good thing going here. I work yeah. in the kitchen. I don't want to I don't, don't want to ruin that it. for you. Is, is there I guess it's one... one of the prime spots to work, so Oh. Are are you hiring? Well I guess that kind of depends. Around here they say the punishment fits the crime. What what'd you do to get in? Well, if I'm honest with you, Dixie, I may have broken too many hearts 
And I'm trying to get Riz over Lord, that. Riz Lord. I'm trying to I'm trying to be fixed. And maybe it's because I have a broken heart of my own. And I'm just I'm trying to be better. <laughs> yeah, that was incredibly vague. Listen, if you <laughs> did stuff, killed stuff, stole stuff, there's a chance that you would be assigned to work some of that off in some sort of similar way. Okay. Uh, killing people is a tricky one because you can't, you know, kill people. That's bad but uh you know i let me tell you how i got myself in here breaks into musical song (laughs) 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 poor unfortunate souls Uh, killing my husband in a very particular way and so now i work the line all right you yourself are a heartbreaker. I knew I was drawn to you. <laughs> and I do now get your cute little behind out of here before the guards drag you away. I just want to put my hands up and I just, as I step away, to say, Can I hold? Can I hold your ladle if I never work in here? She says, Only if I can hold yours. <laughs> and then, um, uh, I'm calling HR right now. <laughs> from the from the top, um, from that tier one of the prison, you can hear, hey, breakfast is over. Keep it moving, please. All right. And I just want, I'll just put my hands up and back away. Be like, I, I'll put my application in to maybe work here. And I'll turn. Uh, I can put in a good word for you. I'll do what I can. Don't forget my buddies, the big furry one and the, the pale one. Look at the life really that sucked out of him. The other one was kind of cute too. Yeah. <laughs> Not in the right. Daisy, I love you. And I want to turn and run upstairs to my room to sell to get my clothes. Sounds good. Uh, she heads back to the kitchen. You enter the cell where uh, your companions are doing. Are naked. <laughs> We're in the middle of changing. Uh, peeing in the towel bucket again. He, I told him to stop. He will not. Um, but it's fine, I guess. Um, I'll just kind of stumble in and be like, uh, gentlemen, furry thing. We, we might have an opportunity to work here. Perfect. Midstream, I ju- like Ivar turns around. Furry thing. I was talking about him. Don't worry. Look at all this hair. Ivar stops peeing. <laughs> then turns around and continues peeing back in the bucket. To, oh. to hold up his arms to review like very <laughs> non-pubescent uh, under like armpit hair. Like there's a few on each side. <laughs> like, um, Gentlemen, <laughs> I believe we should make a plan. I think that we should take this next few hours to formulate something, come up with what we need to do. Um, I think one of us needs to work in the kitchen. One of us starts needs to start working in the laundry area. And one of us needs to 
divide and conquer in terms of finding uh, who's going to be in the uh, class with us tomorrow. If need be, we need to find out who works in the kitchen in the laundry area and take them out um, so that we can fill their spots. Uh, unless there, there are open spots, then let's try not to cause as much any chaos. I'll kill Daisy. <laughs> okay, well, I don't... Uh, that doesn't seem necessary. Uh, but if it comes to it, I, I do appreciate the offer there, uh, Fred. I don't like food. I'll work in the laundry. Right, okay. Um, well, I think I'm not exactly sure of the properties of this magical ladle. But it does seem like it can create... Food, I'm not sure we should figure out if it can create other things um, that are, I'm assuming they're probably going to be non-magical, but if it can create things like weapons for us, or perhaps a boat for us to leave on, we should find what it can do. Map out what the, the dark below is in the, in the laundry area. Maybe if you want to take that, uh, Ivar... Goffrey, if you want to take kitchen duty, and then perhaps two and I can uh, move around, find people um, in that are going to also be introduced tomorrow, and uh, together we will find a way out of here. I'm about it. I can do it. I like dark places. Two, what do you think? He gives you a thumbs up, like a strong thumbs up. Fantastic. Um, Suddenly, uh, a loud bell rings out a single time, and all the prison doors close except for yours. Um, they all You can hear them throughout the three layers of cells magically locked, similar to how yours did earlier, and you hear the sound of thick boots headed down the way. The sound of it gets closer with each step and is also seems to be accompanied by several others uh initially you look and see uh through the doorway of your cell the same individual who brought um goffrey into the cell earlier that morning and he is a very well dressed man you can now all of you a little more conscientious conscientious uh, see that he has um, very prestigious armor. Uh, it, it is um, very clean. He, he wears a nice cape that is um, set upon two golden tasseled uh, pauldrons. Um, he uh, sword bound to his hip. Um, uh, everything just shining uh, very, very bright. Um, perfectly clean. You can see your face in the armor if you got close enough, if he let you close enough. And he turns and he says, oh, okay, um, uh, all right, uh, we're gonna change things up a little bit. So we actually just got a new prisoner and we really don't want to wait. If we get more orientation will be just so, so hard tomorrow. So we're moving you up till today. So God, you, you three uh, come with me. We're gonna go get you orientated here and uh, get you a lay of the land. So um, just uh, follow, follow line and uh, follow these guys. And behind him, you can see a guard sort of um, dragging by the shoulder a unconscious small creature. It almost looks like a rabbit. And he drags him along behind you. 
Okay, um, so let's go get you orientated, and, um, yeah, uh, if I didn't say so already, uh, welcome. Uh, sorry for my a bit rudeness earlier. I'm a pretty nice guy. I want you to get to know me. I'm sorry if I manhandled you earlier. I got a lot going on right now at home. You know, home life. Huh, crazy. So, uh, anyways, um, let's get you all orientated with this um, little guy named Varric. All right. Onward, friends. And he turns a perfect uh, 90 degree turn and heads and follows the rabbit sir, down. Sir, 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 can I ask, who are you? Oh, I am the Grand Warden Conrad. You can just call me Conrad if you like. First name basis sounds just fine to me. All right. Off we go now. And this is where we will end this session. Knights and Shining Armor is a podcast brought to you by the Knights at the Nerd Table, but it would not be possible without you, the listener support. We also want to give a special thank you and shout out to our Patreon subscribers, Ben Vibon and Colin McMeekin. Now that list might be small for now, but these few brave souls have gotten early access to our episodes as well as exclusive content only available on our Patreon. We actually just finished recording a session featuring them, and you too could be called upon to collaborate in ways like that simply by heading on over to our Patreon page and subscribing at any tier when you do that you also get access to our discord which has tons of other things like pokemon go tournaments tcg fun and it's a great place to find others who might be playing the same games as you thanks again for listening and stay tuned for next episode coming next month we can't wait to see you at the table next time but until then good night nerds I was like, is this going to turn into like a prison ba- break friggin' TND campaign? <laughs> Honestly, with how things were turning out, I was like, this guy could be fun. <laughs> it could be, we got a plan going. We're going to get the magical ladle. We're going to find what the dark below is. Adrian's going to get a lunch lady pregnant. It's going to be great, you know? <laughs> Doing a half turn.